Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, we're looking to start our week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're ready for Psalm 89 and Proverbs chapter 13 this morning. Psalm 89 is actually a little bit of a longer psalm than traditionally we'll have. It's 52 verses. It's kind of broken up into like three kinds of thoughts. So the first little section of it, uh, the first 14 verses, is kind of dealing with the truth of God's mercy and his covenant and his glory. And that kind of and, and that kind of goes through verses really through verse 18. And then verses 19 through 37, it's very prophetic, very obvious that it's dealing with the covenant that God made with David, but David being the type of Messiah. And you can kind of, you can really kind of see that uh, when you're looking at it. And then 38 through 52, the psalmist goes back to, even though he's, he starts this whole thing by talking about God's promises and his glory and this covenant and Messiah, but then he ends with, um, you know, like 10 verses just kind of talking about their actual reality of what they're living and the calamities and the struggles and asking God, where is he? And so we can probably all relate to that, right? Like we know all these truths about God. We've trusted and we know we have salvation and we know that one day everything's going to be reconciled. But in the moment, it's like, where is the Lord? Like here's all of his promises. Where is the full and complete deliverance of those things? So that is what is on the agenda for this morning. And then, of course, we'll read Proverbs 13. So let's read our psalm. And I just pray that the word of God would speak to you and pierce your hearts and cause you to draw closer to him. Let's begin. King James Bible, Psalm 89. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever with my mouth. I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shall thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David, my servant, thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. Selah. Please know, people often ask, what does Selah mean? It's really just kind of like a change of thought. Continuing on. Verse 5, And the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee, or to thy faithfulness round about thee? Thou rulest the raging of the sea when the waves thereof arise, thou stillest them. Thou hast broken Rahab in pieces, 
as one that is slain. Thou hast scattered thy enemies with a strong arm. The heavens are thine, the earth also is thine, as for the world and the fullness thereof thou hast founded them. The north and the south thou hast created them. Tabor and Hermon shall rejoice in thy name. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong as thy hand, and high as thy right hand. Justice and judgment are the habitations of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day. And in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength. And in thy favor our horn shall be exalted. For the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel is our King. Please note, so the, that's verses 1 through 18. You'll notice verse 19 through 37 kind of has that Messiah prof, prophetic undertone to it. Let's have a look. Then thou speakest in vision to thy Holy One, and saidest, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one, chosen out of the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him, with whom my hand shall be established, my arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not escape upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. And I will beat down his foes before his face, and plague them that hate him. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him, and in my name shall his horn be exalted. I will set his hand also in the sea, and his right hand in the rivers. He shall cry unto me, Thou art my Father, my God, and my rock of my salvation. Also I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. My mercy will I keep for him forevermore, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. If this children forsake my law and walk not in my judgments, if they break my statutes and keep not my commandments, then will I visit their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, that will I not lie unto David. His seed shall endure forever, and his throne as the sun before me. He shall be established forever as the moon, and as a faithful witness in heaven. Selah. So now we're getting ready to go verses 38 through 52 to close. And you'll notice, again, a change of thought. Now he's going from talking about those things to kind of lamenting about the, about the state that they're living in right now. Verse 38. But thou hast cast off and abhorred. Thou hast been wroth with thy anointed. Thou hast made void the covenant of thy servant. Thou hast profaned his crown by casting it to the ground. Thou hast broken down all his hedges. 
Thou hast brought his strongholds to ruin. All that pass by the way spoil him. He is a reproach to his neighbors. Thou hast set up the right hand of his adversaries. Thou hast made all his enemies to rejoice. Thou hast also turned the edge of his sword and hast not made him to stand in the battle. Thou hast made his glory to cease and cast his throne down to the ground. The days of his youth hast thou shortened. Thou hast covered him with shame. Selah, how long, Lord? Will thou hide thyself forever? Shall thy wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my time is. Wherefore hast thou made all men in vain? What man is he that liveth and shall not see death? Shall he deliver his soul from the hand of the grave? Selah. By the way, please note, I really like that section right there because it's, it's just so honest, right? He's like, how long? How long? Are you going to like... Distance yourself forever? Hide yourself forever? Are you just going to stay afar off and let your wrath like burn and boil over? Like, where are you? And then he makes this, like, such human statement. He's like, does a man live forever? Like, my time is short. He even says that, remember, remember how short my time is. Have you made all men in vain? Is the creation of all men just pointless? These are very honest thoughts that we've all wrestled with. It's part of why I love the psalm so much. Last few verses here. Lord, where are thy former loving kindnesses, which thou swearest unto David in thy youth? Remember, Lord, the reproach of thy servants, how I do bear in my bosom the reproach of all the mighty people. Wherewith thy enemies have reproached, O Lord, wherewith they have reproached the footsteps of thine anointed. Blessed be the Lord forevermore. Amen. Amen. Easy to relate. Matthew Henry says this. I'm just going to read one sentence from his commentary. He says, Sometimes it is not easy to reconcile God's providences with his promises. Yet, we are sure that God's works fulfill his word. All right. Let's wrap it up by reading a short proverb here, 25 verses, continuation of that contrast of Righteousness and Wickedness, chapter 13. Let's begin. A wise son heareth his father's instructions, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, but his soul of the transgressor shall eat violence. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Please note, we bring this up almost every week. Solomon is big on making it clear that there's wisdom in keeping your mouth shut. Continuing on, verse 4. 
The soul of the sluggard desireth, and hath nothing. But the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. A righteous man hateth lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and cometh to shame. Righteousness keepeth him that is upright in the way, but wickedness overthroweth the sinner. There is that maketh himself rich, yet hath nothing. There is that maketh himself poor, yet hath great riches. What's he saying there? He's saying there's some that prioritize the things in life that are actually of value. And then you have those who think that money is the ultimate goal in life and they pursue it with all they have and they obtain it and realize they have they actually have nothing because they they don't have the tr- things in life that really matter which are usually relationships and people and uh calling that that impacts the world right verse 8 the ransom of a man's life are his riches but the poor heareth not rebuke The light of righteous rejoices, but the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Hope deferred, listen, this is a famous verse, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. If you've ever been in a state of despair where you get to the point where you just no longer have hope, that is the darkest place to be. I've been there in my life, and it's it's a horrible place to be. Um, but when that little tiny bud of hope makes its way back, it really is a tree of life. It's like you're it's like you're reborn. If you've ever been in that state, let me read that again. Hope deferred make the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Whoso despises the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Good understanding giveth favor, but the way of the transgressor is hard. Every prudent man dealeth with knowledge, but a fool layeth open his folly. A wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is health. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction, but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. The desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but the abomination to fools to depart from evil. He that walketh with a wise man shall be wise, but companions of fools shall be destroyed. I've said it on this podcast, and it was an instruction that was given to me by a mentor over and over and over when I was in school as a young youth, as a young troubled youth. Uh he would always say, you are who you surround yourself with. Because I was part of the basketball team and cross-country team and baseball team, and those were the things that kept me out of trouble. And this mentor was the basketball coach and uh, the athletic director. And 
He's like, you're a good kid, but I, when you're not at practice, I see you running around with these idiots. He's like, you got to stop doing that or you're going to become them. And he's right. And, I, and it's something I repeat to people and to my own son all the time. You are who you surround yourself with, and it's not my truth. It's a biblical truth. He that walketh with the wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Last four verse, five verses here. Verse 21, evil pursueth sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Much food is in tillage of the poor, but there is that is destroyed for want of judgment. He that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasten him betimes. The righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul, but the belly of the wicked shall want. that my friends is our wisdom and encouragement to start our week and i pray in the powerful name of jesus that you've been blessed this morning thank you for listening thank you for your prayers thank you for those who support to make this possible peace and grace be with all of you and until next time god bless